Let the church say amen. amen. Our God, he is alive. Amen. And if you don't believe that, I don't know why you're here. Because we're not here to worship a tree, a stone, a piece of rock, or anything like that. We are here to worship the one true living God. Amen. 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 So good to have you here this morning. So good that God has blessed you to give you a sound mind to come out to be at this place. Amen. To worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. And I hope and pray, as I always say, that you come with no other intent other than to just worship God. Because you know what? The only way you're going to do it right is to lay aside all those other weights and cares that are going on in life. You can't bring them up in here. You got to leave them somewhere else. Because this is a holy time right here. Believe it or not, worship is a holy time. Worship is a holy time by which we are in the presence with the Lord and we are worshiping him. The adoration through the songs that we sing, the prayers that we pray, the fact that we hear we're supposed to give respect to the word of God. This is a holy time. And folks, if you believe the word of God is true, that this is a holy time, you know what? You need to respect it as such. Simply put, you can't be thinking about what you're going to cook. This ain't the time to be thinking about what you're going to eat after service. This is the time that you need to give your wholehearted attention over to the word of God. You think about it on your jobs. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you attend meetings on your job, you don't walk in on no meetings anytime. Right. You don't sit there and just talk and fumble around and goof off doing the meetings. No. Well, let me tell you something. If you're going to give man that much respect, Come on now. buddy, you better get yourself together yeah. in the presence of the Lord when you come here. This is a holy time, folks. I I know folks in the world, they try to paint this picture. They try to draw people with this laid back, lackadaisical worship and all this. Let me tell you something. The God that we serve is holy. And you just can't present anything unto him. Matter of fact, he has given instruction through his word. Be ye holy, for I am holy. So don't be deceived, folks. God is still holy. Not only is he alive, but he is holy. And you need to be mindful regarding how you conduct yourself in the presence of this holy and righteous God. Amen? Amen. We got some folks, Webb and Gatlinburg, tuning in this morning. And one of them happened to be my wife. I guess she's hanging out up there. So we say greetings to them and uh, hope they be safe up there. And uh, I hope you enjoy the word that you hear. But let's get down to business, folks. Let's talk about old wrong way Jonah. The story of Jonah. We've heard all through our lives about Jonah. 
and the fish, Jonah and the fish, Jonah, the kids' story, the kids. Let me tell you, this story about Jonah ain't got nothing to do with children. This is not a children's story. This is about a person either repenting or going to hell. It's serious. It's serious. And not only is it a message to God's people, but it's a message to the sinners that they will turn from their sins and repent that God might have mercy and save them. But let's begin with Jonah. Jonah was given instructions to go to Nineveh. And the instructions were very simple. Go preach. Go preach. Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it. For their wickedness is come up before me. That's Jonah 1 verse 2. God gave Jonah some instructions. He said, those folks in that city are off the chain. Those folks in that city, they're doing what they want to do. They are just off the chain. I want you to go to Nineveh. I want you to preach. And I want you to preach against what they're doing. Oh, yeah. I want you to preach against what they're doing. Now, what could, possibly be, what could possibly be going on that God would want Jonah to preach against what they were doing? Right. Oh, we know. No different than Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. No different than what we see going on in our society today. Yeah. Yeah. The people were wrapped up and caught up in all types of immor- uh, immorality, yeah. sinful things of sinful nature, yeah. and God, and God, yeah told Jonah go preach against it. Let me ask you something. How do you get that to become a children's story? Huh? How do you get that message to people always say, you know that children's story about Jonah in the, in 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 the, in the, in the people say whale, but the big fish you know argue with you whether it's a whale or bass or I don't care if it was a catfish. It swallowed him. But the bottom line is, how, do you, how does that become a children's story? All right. Man, this is about life and death. Yeah. 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 Verse number three, but Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Jonah had an attitude. Uh-huh. And, I, and I guess my, well, we ain't going to worry about it. Jonah had an attitude. Jonah just made up in his mind, you know what? Ain't going. But before I go into any greater detail about Jonah, how often have we found ourselves to be like Jonah? God has given us instructions as Christians to be ye, to be a light of the world, right? God has given us instructions as Christians to have no fellowship with darkness, right? Amen. God has given us instructions about not being unequally yoked and not having fellowship with darkness and come ye out from among them. Yeah, yeah. Right? 
And how many times have we gone against what God has said? On the front of your bulletin this morning, that there's a sign that says, sometimes God won't change your situation because you know what? He's waiting to change you. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we're in the middle of sin and we sit in our sins. We dwell in our sins. And then we have the audacity to call on God and say, do something. Do something to somebody else or or regarding the situation. And we're the ones who need changing. Amen. We're the ones who need repairing. But we're praying and asking God, keep in mind, in our sin. Yeah. Wait a minute. The only praying you need to be doing in your sin is repenting. Amen. Amen. But we have the audacity to continue in sin and then call on God to do something and change something about somebody else. Uh, Man, you, you, you think Jonah was a trip. Look at yourself. Right. Look at yourself. We think Jonah had an attitude. Look at ours. Right. It said, but Jonah did not wish to preach to the people of Nineveh, for they were the enemies of his land, the land of Israel. He wished Nineveh to die in its sins and not to turn to God and live. So Jonah tried to go away from the city. Where God had sent him. God told Jonah, go preach. But Jonah had in his heart, I am not going to Nineveh. Let's pause right there. Don't get your feelings and emotions mixed up with God's commandments. Right, right now. Jonah was a prophet. Yes, he was. But a prophet's job is only to speak what God has told him to speak. Amen. Jonah didn't have no leverage. Jonah didn't have no, if, if I could put it this way, no juice. All right. Jonah was simply a mouthpiece. Yeah. But Jonah took it upon himself to say, I can't work with you on this one. Huh. You want me to go preaching to those folks. And Jonah knew in his heart. These folks would repent. Uh-huh. And God would not kill them. But because of past history, because of past dealings with these folks, Jonah didn't want to think about God's mercy. Right. Jonah wasn't concerned about God's loving kindness, his long suffering. Jonah wanted them dead. Uh-huh. Man, what a cruel heart. What a cruel heart. And how often have we caught ourselves getting our feelings and emotions caught up and allowing our feelings and emotions to be overruling over God's instructions. Go ye therefore into all the world. Preach. Teach, right? Yeah. Into all the world. Yeah. That includes your mama. Yeah. Your daddy, your cousins, grandparents, everybody. Amen. 
But how often as members of the church of Christ have we failed or shunned the opportunity to say the truth unto people in our families because you know what? Because our feelings were involved. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want them to feel this way about me. But did, did not the Lord tell you to go? Yeah. Well, who are you to hold back? All right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got quiet now. <laughs> who are you to hold back because of what your mama might think, what your daddy might think, right. what your grandparents might feel or think? Who are you to hold back on what the Lord has commanded you to go and do? Folks, how can you live right going the wrong way? You want a messed up life? Go against what the Lord tells you to do. Amen, Walls. Go against what the Lord commands you to do and you are guaranteed you're going to have a messed up life. Now, you may think you're doing okay. But really, you messed up. And it may just be you don't find out until you close your eyes in death. Yeah. You know, I, I think about all the time how we see in our society today, people don't have the respect for marriage anymore. That's right. People don't have the respect for marriage anymore. Right. People want to shack up. People want to make it more, they say, it's more economical. Huh. But in most situations I see, the burden is always dumped on the female. That includes the babies, the bills, yeah, yeah. and everything else. Yeah. But they say it's more economical. Uh-huh. But I, I don't understand how you're going to lay up with this person day after day, night after night, and then turn around and say, Lord, Lord, what? What would you require the Lord to do for you while you're laying in a situation? He don't respect you. He won't give you his last name. What do you respect of the Lord when you go against the way he has said, do it? All right. All right. Oh, it ain't popular, but I know it's the truth. Amen. The Bible says marriage is honorable and yes, the bed undefiled, right? I, I say this over and over and over again. Sex, fornication, however you want to call it, that's the one thing God sanctions it in marriage, yes. but he'll send you to hell for it Amen. when you're single. Amen. Amen. Yes, you will. He said when you're married, you can have fun and do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Whip your husband or your wife. Yeah. Let me make sure I clarify. Amen. Amen. Whip your husband or your wife. Amen. But when you're single, the word of God said, whoremongers, yeah. fornicators, God will judge. Yeah. 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 And he'll send you to hell. Amen. Well, really, he won't send you. You'll send yourself. That's right. That's right. So how can you see your life going straight with God when you're going the wrong way. Jonah decided, hey, I'm, I, I know a ship I'm going to catch. 
I know a town I could go hide out in. I'm going to catch this boat going to Tarshish. And Jonah, look at how sin, let's look at the effect of sin, folks. Because a lot of people don't believe how deadly sin is. That's right. Folks, listen to me. Sin not only can affect you, but it can affect the people around you. Yes, it can. Remember what sin did after the children of Israel? The walls of Jericho came down. And they had another battle to go fight. And they said, hello, we can can drop the numbers because we're going to go and slaughter these folks. So we don't need all these soldiers. So they they reduced the number of the army and they went out the battle and they got their butt whipped. And immediately, somebody said, there's some sin in the camp. Yeah. Yeah. Something ain't right. Yeah. God is not with us. That's right. Old brother Aiken. Yeah. Old brother Aiken. Yeah. Had sin. Amen. He had stolen some goods. Yeah. Took them back to his tent and buried him. And you know what? Aiken's behavior got some people kill. Amen. Aiken's sin caused them to lose that battle. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that's why we need to be mindful when we're dealing with people when they're sinful in their nature and they rebel against doing what's right before God, you need to consider your fellowship with them. Amen. You need to consider your ways with them because their sinfulness can get you in a world of hurt. Amen. Case in point, Jonah went and got on this boat, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, storm just came out of nowhere. And man, this boat rocked. This boat shook. This boat put professional seamen in fear. Stop and think about this for a moment now. These were men who made a living. They lived on the water. This is what they did for a living. And they were in a panic. They said, man, we've never seen a storm like this before. What in the world could have brought about such chaos? Look at Jonah. Jonah Knew he was in sin. Yeah. But even knowing he was in sin, Jonah went to the bottom of the boat and went to sleep. Uh Now, you might say, what an idiot. You might say, how crazy is that? Yeah. That he would go in the midst of all of this turmoil and all of this that's going on, he would go and go to sleep. Uh-huh. Well, no different than us. That's right. No different than you laying with that man or that woman and you know you ain't married every night. Amen. And you lay down and you wake up, don't nothing miraculous happen while you sleep. <laughs> you go to bed and sin, you wake up and sin. Amen. Amen. Yeah. No different than when you're going places you shouldn't go and you don't repent and you go to sleep, guess what? You assume, you take for granted yeah. 
God is going to let you wake up to see the next day. Amen. It's not always a guarantee, folks. Amen. That's right. So what's the difference in you and Jonah? Huh? What's the difference in you and Jonah when you let the sun go down on your wrath? Does not the word of God say, let not the sun go down on your wrath? That's right. So what's the difference in you and Jonah? Jonah had just made up in his mind, I ain't going to do it. I know what's right, but I'm not going to do it. Now, you may say to yourself, well, that, that ain't my attitude. Well, when you don't repent of the wrong that you do and you continue in your sin, that is your attitude. Yeah. You, you don't get up that morning and say, look, hey, either we're going to the courthouse, we're going to call Brother May, we're going to go get married, or I'm out of here, or you out of here. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Amen. 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 And I ain't saying you got to call me. Go, go to, go, go to what they, with the justice of peace. Yeah. But if the joker won't give you his last name and he milking you like a cow for free. Yeah. That's right. I understand why he won't marry. Amen. Because if you're going to get the milk free. Yeah. Without the responsibility. Yeah. And at any moment he could just walk away and leave you messed up. Yeah. Why should he? That's right. Amen. That's right. Not tell anybody and you you hey, you can try to defend it all you want to. A man don't respect you if he's gonna lay up on you day and night, night and day, and won't marry you. Amen. Amen. And I'll go a little further. You don't respect yourself. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. Those pleasures and old things found in marriage are for married people. Amen. You're getting up cooking for that joke. You watch his dirty drawers. You go out somewhere, can't even go out with friends without being embarrassed because somebody might say, you, you see Reggie and Cheryl, Cheryl say, hey, this is my wife Cheryl. Cheryl say, hey, this is my wife Reggie. You introduce them at, hey, this uh. <laughs> this uh, this my whoremongering friend right here. <laughs> There ain't no fiance. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's, that's the dress up lie they use. Just, just say, this is my fornicating buddy right here. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. You're living together, you're doing all the stuff and everything. There ain't no fiance. This is my fornicating partner right here. Amen. Call it what it is. That's right. Amen. Now, how many are going to introduce their friend? This is my fornicating partner right here. <laughs> Fiance. You gotta have fiance. Just get married. Amen. 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 Oh, let me get back to Jonah. All right. Come on, Jonah had an attitude. Because Jonah had in his mind, I don't want those people to be saved. Yeah. I don't want them to be spared. 
So Jonah made up in his mind, I'm going to catch this ship going the opposite direction. Yeah. As if God didn't see him. <clears throat> so the storm hit the ship. The boat rocked. The, the crew was in panic. And they came together and they were questioning one another. And I love the part where it says, call on, they say every man called on his God. But then the storm got even worse. Yeah. And they came unto Jonah and said, why are you sleeping? All right. In the midst of all of this, why aren't you calling on your God? He said, who are you, man? What's your job? Yeah. Where you come from? All this stuff. Jonah declared unto them who he was, who he served, and these folks recognized something. They knew about Jonah's God. Yeah. Yes, they did. They knew about Jonah's God because keep reading, folks. Keep reading for yourself. The Bible said, look, they stopped calling on their God and they started calling on Jonah's God. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes situations can arise in life. You can act like you don't know the right thing to do. But let the right situation arise. It will prove you know. And if you don't know, you'll learn real fast. You'll learn very fast of who God really is. So they called on God. And they went again and said, what should we do? With this guy. They asked Jonah, what should we do? To get some get some peace around here. Jonah said, just throw me off the ship, man. I'm the reason, I'm the one that all of this chaos is going on. And they did. Yeah. And boy, did God have a plan for Jonah. Uh-huh. Just think about it. Jonah had so much bitterness and hatred in his heart. Against Nineveh. Yeah. That he had just chosen to give up. Yeah. Think about that. Jonah said, just toss me over, man. Just toss me over. Man, you can't allow situations and circumstances in life to control you like that. Yeah. And serve God. Yeah. Jonah was at the point that his his hatred for Nineveh was so strong that he was just willing to give up his life rather than to see God execute his love and forgiveness. They tossed him over. But I'm so glad God is merciful. Amen. God had a big fish out there. I don't know. I don't know how y'all think about it. God had a big fish yeah. to go to the exact place to do the correct thing 
and to swallow the right person. sense enough to do what God said to do. <laughs> Why do people struggle so much? All right. All right. And we're supposed to have dominion over the, fe the creatures, right? Yeah. So Jonah was swallowed up. And what happened? Here is where Jonah went into having a revival. Jonah had a prayer meeting. Yeah. Jonah prayed and he prayed and he prayed and he prayed. And guess what? And he prayed some more. Right. Listen to just some of the words of Jonah. Then Jonah prayed, chapter 2 of Jonah, verse 1. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish belly and said... I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I. And thou hearest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep. In the midst of the seas. And the floods compass me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said... I am cast out again toward thy holy temple. The waters compass me about. Even to the soul, the depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord, my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came unto thee and to thy holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercies. Jonah was praying, folks. Jonah was praying. And Jonah started reflecting about God's goodness. About God's mercy. Yeah. And you know what came to mind. Why Jonah was praying. And reflecting on all of this stuff. Jonah. This is why we're trying to send you to Nineveh. All of this that you understand now. Because I have your direct attention. All of this that you're expressing to me and talking about to me because you can see it in yourself now. This is why I want you to go to Nineveh. Yeah. Because see, sin gets a hold to you sometime and you just act like you ain't never learned nothing in your life. Right. Right. But God's will is that you be saved. Amen. God needed the hearts of the people in Nineveh. He needed their hearts to be pricked. Jonah, this is why I was sending you to Nineveh. Yeah. They needed to hear a word from the Lord. Man. Folks, 
God shouldn't have to go find you in the deepest and the darkest places just to make a believer out of you. Yeah. You should believe him because he is God. Jonah had to learn a lesson. One day it went by. It wasn't enough. Right. Two days went by. It wasn't enough. Can you imagine Jonah probably saying, I, I get it, I get it. Nah, no you don't. No you don't. It's like folks who come to worship and they hear the preacher preaching about sin and they know that they're in this sinful situation yeah. and they'll leave and say, good sermon. And go right back to the hog pen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the word was good. It was, it, it was a blessing. And they go right back to drinking. Oh, that was a powerful message today. And they go right back to doing what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Two days went by. I, I, I'm sure Jonah... Within himself was saying, I get it. I get it. God said, no, you don't. Third day, the third night went by. I'm so glad God knows the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Jonah said, I, I got it. I don't just get it. I got it. Here we go again. God had that fish. How did that fish know where to vomit him up at? We're talking about God, folks. We're talking about whatever it is God, God's desire is to have done, he could get it done. And that even includes in your life and mine. But you can't go the wrong way. You can't go to Tosh's and expect the blessing to be found in Nineveh. That's right. That's right. But that fish up chuck, jump. And the Bible said, Jonah just did rejoice. Jonah took out running to Nineveh. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get to Nineveh. I can't wait to get to Nineveh. You know what? I'll run. I'll double time. <laughs> Lord, if this is where you would direct me to go, I'm going. And Jonah preached. Jonah got to Nineveh and Jonah preached. And guess what happened, folks? Guess what happened? Huh? Read your Bible yourself. No, the people repented. They repented. Isn't that a wonderful thing? The people repented. These people were, they were into some crazy stuff. That the word of God said, 
what they're doing. Verse number two, arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it. For their wickedness is come up before me. Remember back in the days of the, uh, before the flood? It said that the, the, the imagination of man was continuously wicked. Yes, sir. It was evil. Yes, sir. It was just bad. It was terrible. And it was to the point that the word of God said, God repented that he had ever made man. Yeah, yeah. Boy, when stuff come up before God like that, it, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. But back then, they had Noah. Noah preached for some, what, 120 years. People still wouldn't repent. That's right. That's right. Well, God flooded them out. Amen. Nineveh had Jonah. But the difference is, and what it is, what it said about the word of God today is quick. Powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Hey. It's able to cut down deep yeah. to the marrow. Yeah. The marrow. And you know what, folks? It cut. Yeah. It worked. Because the people of Nineveh repented. So, so the moral of this story is simple as this, folks. When God called you to do something, just do it. I promise you, God, when God commands you to do something, He don't need you to sit and figure anything out. Amen. It has already been figured out. Yes, sir. That's why He's telling you to do it. Amen. When the Lord commands us to be separate. Come ye out from among them. Yeah. Be ye separate. Yeah. What is there to think about? See, the trouble comes in our lives when we start thinking, well, why can't I be around that? Because God said not to. Amen. And if God got a problem with it, that, that settles it right there. Amen. It must be something against his nature. And if, if, if it's against God's nature and it's not good, how can it be right for us? That's right. We belong to him, right? Amen. Yeah. We say we do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We say we do. Amen. Well, how can something be against God's nature, but yet we want parts of it? Sound like Jonah going the wrong way, right? Yes, sir. Romans 12 and 1, favorite passage of mine, 1 and 2. Yeah. Paul makes a plea. I beg you that you yeah. present your bodies a living sacrifice, yeah. holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Yeah. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might Prove yeah. what is that good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Man. That's on us That's right. to prove. That's right. Right? That's 
So how does God command us to walk and present ourselves as a living sacrifice? How? Holy. Holy. Yeah. Like He is, right? That's right. Which is your what? God said, this isn't something you can't accomplish. Right. Because through my son, you could do all things, right? But you're never gonna have it right or get it right going the wrong way. Amen. When you decide you've got to figure out, when you've got to add your philosophy and your concept, God don't need our help about anything. Amen. God just needs us to be faithful. Amen. He told Jonah, go to Nineveh. Jonah should have just went to Nineveh. Amen. When the Lord commands us to do things, yeah. shouldn't be any questions, shouldn't be anything to sit and try to reason. Just do it. Amen. What is faith? Substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I believe it because it's the word of God. I don't need any other clarification. I don't need anybody else to add anything to it. I believe it because God said it. Folks, you wonder why it seems that things in your life just aren't working right. You keep saying to yourself, see, some of us, if that was, if we were Jonah back in that day, I could hear some of us lying. I could hear some of us lying. Here, here's that favorite lie I hear people always using today. Folks, come wake you up on the ship. The ship is in chaos. It's about to sink. And we wake up and say, well, maybe it's the Lord's will for me to be here. No, you're there because you didn't do what God told you. Man. You're in the midst of all of this storm and, and the raging because you ain't sin. You right. went against God's will. Amen. Amen. Folks, stop lying on God. Man. And repent. Man. You do wrong, repent. Man. Stop putting the blame and excuses on other people. You know what? God can change things in your life, but he's waiting to change you. Amen. He can change the circumstances around you. Yeah. But you got to make up your mind to repent. Amen. Well, maybe the Lord would have it. No, God ain't got nothing to do with sin. God ain't got nothing to do with this stuff that we be lying about. Amen. I'm living with somebody I shouldn't. Stop living that way. That's right. Amen. I'm out there fornicating. Stop it. Amen. I'm out there drinking. Stop it. Amen. When sin get through whipping you and kicking you around, we want to holler. Well, maybe the Lord trying to tell Yeah, the Lord telling you, repent. Amen. Or perish. Yeah. Why would God want you to be involved with sin? And sin is against God's nature. That's right. Quit lying. Amen. 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 Repent. Amen. Luke 13 and 3, Jesus said, I tell you, nay, except you repent, 
you shall all likewise perish. What did he say in verse number five? I tell you now, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Folks, quit complaining about the circumstances that you're in and get yourself right with God. Amen. God can handle your circumstances. Yes, He can. But you need to come out of your sin. Man. You need to come out of your sin. Man. Stop sinning. Yeah. Repent. Man. And be ye separate. Yeah. You're here today. I don't know what you're going through, but God does. Man. But I will hope and pray that you will have enough faith to trust in God enough that he can change your situation. And it's so sad that many would choose to continue to live in a cesspool of poverty. Mm -hmm. Spiritual poverty. Because you know what? You won't do what God commands you to do. Husbands are fighting against their wives because you know what? They don't want to love her the way God say love her. Wives don't want to submit to their husband because you know what? I, I, I make my own money and I, I'm standing up for what I know and everything. you shouldn't have got married. Man. That's right. That's right. Did you hear me, Jonah? <laughs> we got too many Jonas in marriages. Man. You want to make up your own rules as you go. The Bible tells you what the rules are. Husbands, love your wives as yourself. Even as Christ loved the church. Wives, submit unto your own husbands. Submit. Yes, Jonah. Submit. You can't tell me what to do. Well, neither can the Lord. You can't expect a blessing from God when you don't follow His rules. That's right. That's right. It's just that simple, folks. You can't go to heaven by not submitting yourself the way the Lord commands you to do it. Amen. Well, brother, man, you don't, you don't, you don't know the hell I go through, man. man. God does. Amen. Amen. Put the blame where it belongs. Amen. Suck it up. Yeah. Yeah. And deal with it. Amen. If you have faith, yeah. you just got to hold on Amen. a little while longer. Yes, sir. And keep in mind. While you're praying and asking God to deliver you out of this terrible situation that you say you're in, you know what? His way of delivering could be taking your life. That's right. You just better make sure you're ready. You better think long and hard about that prayer. You better make sure you have done what you're supposed to do.
Amen. Oh, I'm so sick of this woman. I'm so sick of this man. And, uh, okay? God, God can fix that. Yeah. This day, your soul is required of you. Man. Well, Lord, I, I wasn't ready. I didn't, I didn't think you'd take me. No, no, no. You said you want out of it. God can fix the situation. Yes, he can. But he's waiting on you to get yourself right. Amen. I don't care what you're going through. That's right. Is there anything too hard for God? No, sir. Your spouse get on your nerve that bad? Just call on God that much more. Amen. We should all just be uh, just more, much, much more harder praying people. Amen. If it's that bad, we should be praying that much more. Amen. Let me quit. Say that for some other time. Don't be like wrong way, Jonah. Amen. Can't please God going the wrong way. Amen. You got to do it God's way, folks. Amen. That's right. And God's word is right. Amen. If you're here today and you haven't surrendered your will to Christ, to being baptized for the remission of your sin, repenting, turning away from the incorrect way you've been following, and turning to God. Confessing Christ to be the son of God and being baptized for the remission of your sin and begin a faithful life in Christ. Today you can begin that. And we'll baptize you today for the remission of your sin. Just like thousands did on the day of Pentecost. Just as Jesus commands in Mark 16, 16. Just as Peter outlines in 1 Peter 3, 21. The light figure Wherein to now, baptism does also now save us. Not to put in the way of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. Amen. For us who are members, repent. Amen. Repent. Really, it's that simple. Amen. Repent. Don't sit here and lie singing these songs, not my will but thine, and uh, all of these songs, I surrender all and all that. Quit lying if you're not for real. Amen. God can handle your circumstances, but he's waiting for you to make up your mind. Whether you're going to Nineveh or whether you're going to Tarshish. My question, which boat are you in line to catch today? What's our song, Jerry? 194. 194 is our invitation song. Let's sing it like we mean it. Let's encourage somebody to get their lives right and leave here a better person than you arrived this morning. Can you say amen? Amen. God has done his part. He's ever merciful. He's ever merciful. And he's giving you a chance right now to get it right. Let us together stand and sing. Come from the 